If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Welcome to another episode of the Nintendo Powercast. I'm your host, N64, Josh, for this Nintendo News Minute on Monday, May 29th. Happy Memorial Day to all the U.S. listeners and everyone else. Happy Monday. Uh, let's jump right into this thing, shall we? First up with today in Nintendo history, in 2007, Mario Party 8 was released in North America and it became the best-selling game in the series. Were you a fan of Mario Party 8? I remember playing it some. But uh, how about you? Did you did you enjoy it? Let me know in the comments below or uh, you can see a little spot on the podcast player where you can uh, leave your comments. In 2008, Active Life Outdoor Challenge was released in Japan for the Wii. In 2015, Splatoon was released for the Wii U in North America and Europe and becomes one of the best selling titles for the Wii U. And lastly, in 2020, Xenoblade Chronicles Definitive Edition was released worldwide for the Nintendo Switch. So lots of cool stuff in today in the, in the history of Nintendo. Did you pick up all these games? I don't. Active Life Outdoor Challenge, not one I'm familiar with, but of course have played all the, uh, all the others. I never actually played much of Splatoon 1. It was just the beta. But... Nonetheless, played a lot of two and of not enough of three, unfortunately. But who knows? With that super scope being back, I may I may jump into the to the latest season. Well, moving on over into the news. First up, we got a rumor that we're going to look at, which I'm really really excited about. If this is true, I don't know. You guys are going to have to find me in Fortnite. We might have to do some Fortnite streams and start playing some more Fortnite together because there is a rumor that Optimus Prime is coming to the next Fortnite season. And I would be all in when it comes to uh, when it comes to being a child of the 80s. There are three things that are super, super important to me. Star Wars, Ninja Turtles. And Transformers. 
There's actually way more than three things. Let's be real. I don't know even know why I said three because Mario's way up there as well. So there's there's a there's a ton of things from my from my childhood because I feel like you know if you're a child of the '80s, you really were marketed to in probably many illegal ways to the point that like you've never given up all of these things that you loved. And for me, Transformers high up on that list. I remember going and seeing the movie in 1986 with my uncle having to fight back tears. If you know, you know, and uh, have heard stories since about what 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 happened to some of the children that that watched that movie and how traumatized they were because of their favorite Autobot Optimus Prime who may be coming to Fortnite there is a loading screen that was leaked over on Reddit and uh, you can see Optimus running with his axe in this loading screen it looks pretty legit it's a little blurry a little fuzzy but it it does look relatively legit I love the art style they went with for Optimus. It's the classic, you know, 1980s looking, looking Optimus Prime. What other Transformers would you love to see in this? You can you can let me know on the Discord, n64josh.com slash Discord, or tweet at me, whatever. What other Transformers do you hope make it into this season of Fortnite if this is legitimate? I love some of the, you know, the OGs and the the uh, kind of the more well-known like Bumblebee, Megatron, Starscream, Soundwave. All of those would be great additions. But for me, the one that would probably get me the most excited would be Grimlock. Grimlock and Optimus Prime are probably my favorite two Transformers. And Grimlock, if you're unfamiliar, is the he changes into a Tyrannosaurus Rex. It was like dinosaurs that are robots that can also turn into you know, that also can turn into like fighting machines, whatever. I loved him. I loved him. He was like big and dumb and just like was was so brutal. And even as a little kid, like I just thought I thought Grimlock was amazing. So that would be my that would be my uh, my, my hope that we see someone like Grimlock. But we do have, you know, the movie coming out, which features like Optimus Primal and and that whole line of, of Transformers. So that may end up being the direction that they that they take this thing but just looking at this artwork here and seeing that it is like the real 80s looking optimus i am hopeful the article over on my nintendo news says fortnite has had an impressive number of crossovers and the fun does not seem to be stopping anytime soon the next crossover event has yet to be announced and it would appear as though players will be able to play as the majestic optimus prime in the next season of the free-to-play title from Epic Games. The leaker has attached a number of screenshots, which you can view below. We'll take a look at them real quick. And Epic has not confirmed um, the contents for the next season of Fortnite, so we'll have to wait and see if this is legitimate. Um, below the, the loading screen, you can see um, a character that's got some spikes and a skull, kind of a cool-looking character, honestly. And then below that, it's like a like a, a cat like with a, with the Hawaiian shirt and blue shorts you know, and some flip-flops. So <laughs> stay weird, Fortnite. It's uh, it's the way you should be. And uh, I'm here for it. Does this, do the other photos legitimize the, the, the loading screen? I hope so. I honestly hope so. I would, I would, I'll be all in. When it comes to Fortnite, if it's Star Wars, uh, Marvel, those are two of the things that really pull me in crossovers with other games, you know, having Master Chief in there, uh, Kratos, the witcher there's so many like i i love that fortnite kind of just pulls from all the all the different uh, brands that we all know and love and nintendo you guys have no problem retweeting 
Fortnite continually for those that are playing on the Switch. When are we going to get that Nintendo crossover? Samus belongs in Fortnite. Mario somehow belongs in Fortnite. I don't know what how, how would they do Mario? Would he look it'd be interesting, but I pull it off, okay? Make it make it happen. Donkey Kong would be great. Peach, Luigi, Toad. Get them all in there. Come on. We got Kratos, we got Master Chief. What do you what are you waiting for, Nintendo? Give us uh give us some Nintendo characters in Fortnite. We're ready. Next up here, we got uh, The Witcher has shipped 50 million copies. The Witcher 3 The Wild Hunt. Um, according to uh, the investors relation account, uh, CD Project Red underscore at CD Project Red underscore IR. They 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 tweeted out a picture saying the Witcher of the Wild Hunt, 50 million copies sold. Now, the, the most time I've spent with this game has been on the Switch. So taking a look at the uh, at the article here, it says the company has announced that the entire line of Witcher line games have now sold over. 75 million copies worldwide and CG project red recently released the Xbox series X and S and PlayStation five versions of the game as a free update for existing owners. And they are now working on a Witcher one remake and also the Witcher four. So the wild hunt done 50 million uh, worldwide, all the games together, 75 million. And this game, the, the, it doesn't seem to be slowing down. Also a little bit more on Witcher news here. The Net Netflix series is getting a fifth season. So it says, while fans wait for The Witcher season three, it has now been confirmed that a fifth season of the fantasy series has been approved and will be on its way in the future. The Witcher season three will be available to stream on Netflix on the 29th of June, and we will be split into two parts similar to Stranger Things season four. And uh, then The Witcher season four will see uh, The Hunger Games' Liam Hensworth Hemsworth uh, take the role of Gerald of Rivia as Henry Cavill has left the franchise. Um, here's what the Witcher's casting director, Sophie Holland, had to say to the to deadline. It said season four is about to get underway, right? And she said, we're just about to start filming season four with Liam Hemsworth and there will be a short gap. Then we go right into season five. So there you go. If you are a fan of the uh, Witcher show on Netflix, you're you you've got you've got at least uh, uh at least a handful more, more seasons to uh to enjoy hopefully they're good with the with the shift i know henry cavill has really been really been crushing it i i'm i'm a little bit mixed on the show sometimes it comes off a little bit a little bit corny and low budget but other other parts of it are are pretty cool so you know uh, let me know your thoughts are you excited about this i'd love to uh i'd love to hear from you on it this is kind of interesting here. We're still on mynintendonews.com. This is this is from Nintendo. The headline reads Nintendo Nintendo using illegal emulators or illegal copies of games harms development and stifles innovation. So this is in regards to the 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 recent um I believe it was a DMCA or a cease and desist for the Dolphin emulator on Steam. Okay, so here's what how, here's what the, here's how the article reads. It says one thing that Nintendo has become infamous for is their very strict measures of fan content as well as emulation. There are many examples of this from the company over the years, but Nintendo has been very quiet in regards to why they actually do this in the first place. So this all changed 
because Kotaku reached out to Nintendo for a response about the GameCube Wii emulator Dolphin being removed from Steam. Nintendo responded by saying that Nintendo is committed to protecting the hard work and creativity of video game engineers and developers. This emulator illegally circumvents Nintendo's protection measures and runs illegal copies of the games. Using illegal copies uh, using illegal emulators or illegal copies of games harms development and ultimately stifles innovation. Nintendo respects the intellectual property rights of other companies and in turn expects others to do the same. So we're still on the article here. It's, it, it seems that Nintendo thinks that, that emulation of ROMs hurts development and innovation. It doesn't explain. This is a great question. Why the company has also targeted things like fan games, YouTube videos and game mods. But this is the first time Nintendo has provided insight on why they're so strict with it. And I mean, I don't know if you guys remember, but like there was a time like when if you were a Nintendo YouTuber, you had to split all your ad revenue with them. I used to get I used to get paid from Nintendo for my YouTube ads. Like I would get, you know, PayPal would pop up and it would say from, you know, from Nintendo. And that's that's how I would receive payment. And it was it was crazy. Like they're literally splitting pennies. And uh, but that's you know, whatever they wanted to, they wanted to make the money off of, of all their, their hard work, their, their property. Um, while other companies like leaned into the fact that it was free advertising and, and helping, you know, potentially push more sales. Nintendo wasn't having it back then. They've since lightened up, but they still go after channels periodically. We'll hear, we'll hear. I mean, even, uh, um, Alana Pierce, while she was just reacting to, the legend of Zelda uh, tears of the kingdom trailer was, or, or like one of the directs literally got banned on Twitch midstream, like stream just shut down. And all she was doing was reacting to, to the, the, the direct. So they, they, they are still out there. They are still watching <laughs> and you gotta be, you gotta be careful with the, with the Nintendo ninjas, you know, this is such a it's such a hard area emulation and i think we'll bring up we'll bring up the topic on on this thursday's um nintendo powercast just kind of just kind of discussing it because it it with the closing of like the wii u and the ds eShop and all those games getting lost to time what if they're not going to go back and resell these games which in some cases they are obviously the first party but like when it comes to third-party games and stuff like that, some of these are just going to be lost to time, and that is that is unfortunate. Now, it's not that we don't have plenty of of, of other games to play. Don't get me wrong, you know. So it's 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 why it makes for an interesting conversation because you know it, at the end of the day, having these games in your collection without paying for them is stealing. But at the same time, if there's nobody to pay that money to and they're just sitting there. Is that a problem? Or if you do own the game in your library already and then you emulate, how, you know, how do people feel about that? There's just kind of some gray areas and, and questions kind of worth asking and, and, and talking about. So we'll, we'll bring that up on this Thursday show. I think I, I think it's Thursday, maybe Wednesday this week. I got to talk with the guys. But uh, uh, nonetheless, interesting to hear Nintendo comment on this. Totally make like I was shocked when I saw that the dolphin was going to be on Steam. I didn't think that was even you know I was like how how is this going to fly? Everybody knows what it's going to be used for, you know. And Nintendo 
Nintendo got rid of it. I, I believe relatively quick from the time it was was announced, released, and then and then pulled back down. So they don't they don't mess around. That is for sure. But this is going to do it for your Nintendo News Minute for Monday, May 29th. Thank you so much for listening, you guys. I appreciate you, and we will see you in the next one. Bye now.